Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy for Me and it's um, week commencing the 21st of December which means it's Christmas week and I decided to resist the temptation to sprinkle um, audio references to Christmas so there won't be jingle bells and there won't be ho-ho-hos and there won't be odd festive things kind of um, sort of intermingled with the audio. Um, then again, I'm saying that now, and there's a very good possibility I could change my mind. But for the time being, I'm going to be disciplined, and I'm going to say that I'm not going to I'm not going to trample all over the bits of uh, the bits I've recorded with 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 festive um, um, textures, shall we say? Um, it's been a it's been quite a nice week actually, uh, and there's quite a lot to to chat through. So uh, we will uh, we'll kick off. Um, and um, I think the first thing I'm going to natter on about is probably the uh, the live stream that I told you about that there was going on or uh, that went on uh, on on the Saturday just past. I'd mentioned over the last few weeks that I'd been having baubles delivered and um, this was all part of the preparation for this event that happened um, last Saturday. So um, Steve Hogarth, Merlin Steve Hogarth, um, was doing a live stream and he was doing this live stream from a church in uh, Oxford. Um, St John the Evangelist Church in Oxford and uh, as part of the process as I explained he has a Christmas tree and I got a load of baubles that uh, that ended up going on this tree which they, which they did and, uh, and, it, and it all went fine and the baubles most of the baubles arrived in fact pretty much all the baubles I expected arrived and we got them on the tree and that worked fine but the the thing I wanted to talk a little bit about was the the event itself so I didn't really know what to expect when I set off I knew that um I was going to be doing a couple of bits through the course of the evening, having a little bit of a sort of a 15, 10, 15 minute chat with Steve at a point in the evening just to break up around the middle. Um, when it's just sort of one person, a piano, it was, it, you know, he thought it'd be quite nice to just break it up a little. Uh, and that seemed to work seemed to work quite well and then also I was going to relay bits of feedback because there was a lot of feedback coming in on social media predominantly on Facebook so it was kind of my job to um to or you know with uh, there was myself and there was a, a couple of other people there and we were monitoring what was coming in and then we were just we were just sort of having chats with him through the evening and, and appraising him of what was you know what was happening so he could get some idea of the fact that there were people out there and I think you know there was I've got a sneaking suspicion it was somewhere up to about two thousand people that 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 tuned in. I'm not quite I'm not quite sure, but I think it was somewhere in that kind of in that kind of number um, of people who actually you know ultimately um, you know um, tuned in and listened. And um, and it was just a it was a it was it was it was a very special, very very special event. It was certainly very special to be stood you know ten feet from. Um, the 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 guy that's always been my musical hero. Um, as he as he did his thing, um, but it was also special just to watch how this thing went together. The um, you know, there was there was a guy there called Phil who was doing the sound. There's a guy called Tim who was doing the um doing the live streams. Who was doing all the he, he was he was effectively doing the live edit of the shots. There was another guy whose name unfortunately I don't know who was on camera, and then a guy called Steve who was doing the lights, and. 
you know, and, and we were in this big church and there was literally, you know, about eight of us and we were all wearing masks and we were all doing the distancing thing and and what have you. And uh, and it was just a joy to watch these people go about go about their business. It was a really, you know, I didn't know whether it would be, it would be calm or whether it would be fraught. And it was actually remarkably remarkably calm. Uh, and it and it looked and sounded exquisite. Um, it was a little bit weird being there because there was no PA. So actually, um, when you were listening to it um, organically, it didn't sound um, like you would expect it to sound because you got the piano and you got Steve singing at the piano, but you you know his voice was nothing like as loud as the piano was because the piano it was a grand piano and it was it was fairly fairly pokey. Um, but I had some um, fallback. So um, when I was talking to Steve, I needed to be able to, needed to be able to hear him. So I got a uh, I got a feed put in place, and I'd taken some earphones with me, and um, you know I had a feed in place which allowed me to to talk to him. But what that also meant was I heard what was going on in terms of the live stream. So I heard I heard effectively what was going out, you know, to everybody else, and it's and it sounded absolutely magnificent and it was a really um it was a really emotional evening it was a real special thing to be to be part of i had no idea at the start of the year um that i'd end up you know doing this i had no idea at the start of the year i'd, I'd be doing a podcast with you know somebody who's meant so much to me in terms of my music for for a 30 year period but then to 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 be doing something like that it was it was it was really special um and to watch this whole crew of people you know do their thing and they're all really really good at what they do um you know was was really was really great as well um so yeah it it was just a really really special evening and and it was you know i mean thanks to everybody that got involved and sent baubles thanks to everybody who contributed through the evening because the feedback was unbelievable I mean, some stuff that literally was stopping you in your tracks. It was so beautiful what people were saying and how how the evening was touching people. And it did, even in the event, it it felt as special as it clearly was out there. So so that, you know, however many thousand people who shared in that thing, that there was this collective sense of this, you were in the right place at the right time. And it felt like that there as well. Um, you know, and it, and that's kind of hard to express, really, because there weren't enough people around for it to be a collective thing. Just something went off in my head, and I think went off in the head of everybody watching it that just made it feel like, yeah, we we all really are, you know, we tuned into the right thing at the right time, and this is this is kind of what everybody needed on the last Saturday before Christmas. <laughs> It's become abundantly obvious that I'm not a millennial or I'm not whatever the gen that comes after millennials because I can never remember because I'm seriously struggling with multiple social media platforms. Um, and by that, and, and, and by the way, that makes it sound exactly what it isn't. So this isn't... I'm struggling with multiple social media platforms because I'm inundated with messages and requests and this, that, and the other. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I am I'm getting odd messages from people on different platforms, and I am struggling to keep up with even the most basic of responses and interactions. 
Um, so I find myself now um, working in the spaces. So to, if you go back far enough, I interacted with Twitter. That was what that was all I really interacted with. And then I started to get involved in Instagram a little bit. And those were, those were my two. Those were the platforms I could just about cope with. Over the course of this year, I've started doing some stuff on Facebook because it made sense with regard to the whole podcast thing and helping to promote the podcast show. So that that kicked in. I've created uh, second accounts for a short stories for um, for Twitter and for Instagram, and obviously have an a short stories page on Facebook. And I've started doing a little bit of interaction on LinkedIn, and then I've. Um, been doing uh, some stuff on uh, Patreon with regard to um, just again understanding uh, uh, about podcasts and how you and how you can um, build an audience that way around and, and and relationships with audience via Patreon. So every one of these platforms now has a route for people to pass comment or contact, and um, that is if you count them up, that's somewhere in the regions of about eight or nine. Um, and that clearly is seven or eight more than I'm capable of dealing with. So I am conscious of the number of people who have, who drop me messages, and it might be a message about the Coronavirus podcast, it might be a message about the 942 podcast, it might be a message about, about this one, about therapy for me. And I am so far behind in terms of responding or at least acknowledging um, those messages. So to give you a few examples, um, I know Matt Doy keeps messaging me uh, with some really nice comments about the podcast. Um, we've been having a little bit of a conversation about when I say we've been having a conversation, he's been having a conversation with me about things like The Mandalorian and a few other things, and I have not responded to any of Matt's messages. So I've read them all, but I've not responded to any of them. So sorry, Matt, but thank you, because I did sit through The Mandalorian until the end of the credits, and wow, what a moment that was, and wow, wasn't The Mandalorian absolutely fantastic? And um, and yes, Merry Christmas to you, and I hope you're well, and I hope you have a good festive season. And uh, also, um, interested in seeing what you're going to do next with the blog, bearing in mind the comments you made about trying to alter what you do, um, which is in some way, I think you were saying that Therapy for Me has slightly inspired you to do something a little different. So I'm interested to see where that goes. So, so straight away, there's that. Linda Allen, bless her, uh, Lobster Linda, as she's now become known, um, she, she always responds to my Instagram posts, always. And by the way, Linda, um, I think you missed the point with the Mary Berry thing. I think you've taken that too far. I think I think that's I think my five pound cookbook from Woolies trumps Mary Berry because I think you're in it for the glamour and I'm just I'm in it for the organic experience. If I'm being perfectly honest, but Linda's always there and she always responds, which is which is amazing. Now, Paul, uh, I think he pronounces surname Lazinski. Paul is going through therapy for me from the beginning. And he keeps commenting on different episodes as he gets so far. And I haven't responded to any of them. So apologies, Paul. I have read them all and I need to catch up and we need to probably. But it's a bit like that thing where people used to have six games of word with, words with friends on the go at any one point in time. And we seem to have got three or four conversations going on different platforms. And I've got, I'm just so far behind with it. So sorry, Paul, I will absolutely get to you. But thank you very much. I am reading them. Jeff bless him, Jeff Martin, who sent me some chocolates. I've not even said thank you for those yet. 
um, because I threw a bauble into the into the into the the the, the bauble collection for him. And and he organised and sent me some chocolates. So Jeff, I'm really sorry. I should have said thank you. They I haven't I've not had one yet, but they look amazing. So thank you, thank you very very much for doing that. You didn't have to do that. That's really really lovely. Um, and you know, so sorry, so and and so it goes on. You can see where I'm getting to with this. I am so far behind. I clearly can't multitask or do multi-platform. So I'm going to have to try and just be. A lot better at that in the new year because I'm clearly not managing it very well at all. Wednesday. Now it would be silly to say that there's one thing that we're missing this Christmas because clearly that isn't the case. There's so much different about this year. There's so much that we're missing about this year. There's so many things that we would take for granted that we can't do that it's somewhat disingenuous to say, you know, well, the thing we really haven't got, the thing that's really important that we're missing is X. So the bit, this bit's a little bit tongue-in-cheek because I know that if you do dwell on it too much then and you think about the things you can't do, then it's that's quite sad and it's quite depressing and, and you know, will, will either make you sad or will make you angry or what have you. So d- take it take it that this is a little tongue-in-cheek. But the thing that I'm really, really going to miss this year is pantomime. Now, I, I love going to the theatre. I always have. I, I, you know, I like a musical. I like drama. I like anything. I just like being in the theatre. I think it's a special place to be. And, you know, and and I, I don't go to the theatre as much as I would like to. And one of the points in the year that we would always go would be to see a pantomime. Now, we've got into the habit of going to the Lyceum in Sheffield, and um, there's a guy there who is the resident Sheffield panto legend. Uh, which is interesting because he's not from round here. Um, but um, this guy called Damien Williams, and he is an absolute institution. He's a panto institution, a Sheffield institution, and he is that breed that that kind of only really it's something that only the UK can you know can can lay claim to. He is that breed of just somebody who gets and understands pantomime. And I think the secret to Panto, or not the secret, but the thing I think is really special about Panto, maybe it is the secret to Panto, I don't know, is that a pantomime's got a start point and it's got an end point. And to a certain extent, depending on what's written, you know, on the programme and above the door, it's got a loose kind of a story. Um, But ultimately, what's special about pantomime is you know you're going to start there and you know you're going to finish there. But the route you take to get from the beginning to the end, could vary on every single night. You don't know whether it's going to be on script or it's not going to be on script. Is it going to be 10 minutes longer tonight, 15 minutes longer tonight, because they go off-piste in all manner of directions? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen on any given night? And that's the beauty of pantomime. That's what makes pantomime so, so special and so, so funny and such a lovely, immersive, interactive, you know, and genuine experience. Now, I'm really going to miss that because those few hours, and and it's a very innocent pleasure, pantomime, because in reality, none of it makes any kind of sense. But just to be in that moment when... You know, 
you know that everybody's as caught up in it as you are, including the people performing it. They're getting as much, good pantomime, the people performing it are getting as much out of it as you are getting out of it because that individual performance, you're that. That's unique. That's unique. So, you know, Damien, they were planning a pop-up panto. They'd been working since early part of December on a pop-up panto, which I don't know if that's going to be able to happen. But what they've they've managed to do is they've managed to do panto on demand, and it it starts. Um, I think it starts today. I think it's the. I think it's yeah. I think it is. I think it's the. I think it's the the twenty third. So I think it starts today, and you can. You know, you can for whatever it costs, and I don't know what the cost is. I'll put the I'll put the link on uh, on the show notes. But you can just do the thing, and you can dial in. And, uh, if it's anything like the other theatre shows that you know we've done through the year, it's probably a forty eight hour window to watch it. But you've got the panto, you've got the panto on demand. So even though it's not quite the same, because there's not the uniqueness about the performance that there would be if you were there and in the moment, I still think it's a special thing to be involved in and any kind of any kind of reference to it any chance to sit in front of it any chance to be involved in it has got to be worth has got to be worth taking so if you've never been to a pan if you haven't been to a panto for years or if you've certainly if you've never been to a panto in sheffield and seen damien consider clicking on the link consider you know whatever it might cost and i can't believe it'll be a lot of money if if it's something you can consider doing, then, then then give it a shot because actually I do think that is something that could make a difference to every one of our Christmases. And if it can, then that really is that really is a bonus, and we should absolutely em- embrace that. So um, so I'm going to leave it there because I don't really know what else to say. I can't really enthuse any more than I'm enthusing, but I'll 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 pop the details on the show notes, and we will absolutely be tuning in to see Damien uh, over the course of the festive break. Thursday. It's Christmas Eve, and I said um, I said on the podcast uh, we did a, did a podcast with Steve this week, and I said on that podcast that Christmas Eve was my favourite day of the year, and I really do mean that. I genuinely think it is the best day of the year, um, and there's a number of reasons why I think it's the best day of the year. Um, firstly, I think for whatever reason. Because of the sense of anticipation, because of the sense of excitement, I think there's something about today that isn't quite... um, I don't know if Christmas Day can ever live up to the expectation that you have on Christmas Eve. I think everybody on Christmas Eve, I mean, we've been out for a walk and everybody's just there and saying hello, you know, and, and everybody's in a, 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 you know, a positive frame of mind. And there's there's that sense of of the fact that we've got this far and there's no much, there's, you know, there's, there's no more you can do. If you if you haven't bought something, you're not going to get it. If you, whatever you haven't done isn't going to get done. So you might as well give over to it because because we're there. You know, we've, we've got this far and we've made it. And so that, and, and and obviously, you know, the the, the huge sense of excitement, uh, particularly, you know, about whether the big fella's going to visit. You know, is there going to be anything under the tree in the morning? All those kind of things. I just, I just think it's a lovely day. I think people are in a good humour um, today, um, and I, and I, 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 I just genuinely think it's the nicest, the nicest day of the year. Um, and today's been no different. Um, you know, I got up this morning. 
and um, and had certain jobs to do. There was a the, you know, there was a ham that needed cooking, so um, got on and, and and did that. And there's been some prep to do, uh, and you've started getting yourselves into that kind of state. Somehow the house all seems to come together on Christmas Eve. You know those bits of tidying up, and the house just just starts to feel. I don't know. It somehow feels warmer. It doesn't make any sense at all, but it feels warmer and cozier. And it's just you know you're not dashing out. You're not having to go somewhere last minute. You haven't got any shopping to, and all those kind of things. And it just just I, I genuinely all you know all comes all comes together. Um, and I think the other thing is that it coincides with the fact that you know I've said before. I think Christmas Carol is the greatest story I've ever written. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if there's a better, a better story than that one. And I think it's got everything you would want out of a story. It's a morality tale. It's a ghost story. It's got the ultimate, you know, redemptive ending. Um, it's remarkably evocative. Um, it talks to, it talks to everything you'd want to talk to about the traditions of Christmas. Um, you know, there's nothing, you know, there's excitement in there. There's plenty of action in there. There's a lot, it moves along at a brisk pace. Um, there's humor in there. There's all manner of things in there. So I, I, I don't know if there's a better story. And of course, that's a story that takes place, you know, pretty much exclusively on Christmas Eve, apart from a little bit of Christmas, Christmas morning. So that then moves in as well. So I always try and interact with, Christmas Carol in some way shape or form on Christmas Eve whether it's watching it and there are plenty of fantastic versions of it to watch um you know the Alistair Sim version the the, the original the Alistair Sim is, is still possibly the best but you know the version with Patrick Stewart is incredible and there's a man who really cares about that story Simon Callow did a version which is on the iPlayer at the moment I'll put the link on the show notes to that 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 is just astonishing that was just him reading the book and that was shot in a um that was that was shot, I think, in a warehouse in somewhere like Manchester. I think it was Manchester, but wherever. That's an incredible version. You've got the Muppets Christmas Carol. Arguably, the best version of Christmas Carol is the Muppets Christmas Carol. Discuss. Um, Scrooge is a fantastic version of of you know of, of Christmas Carol. So there, there are loads of great versions of the film. Um, you know, I, 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 I sat and read uh, the first couple of staves of the book um this morning um and it's just a wonderful thing to 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 spend a bit of time with so christmas eve a christmas carol i don't think it gets a right lot better than that full stop friday i'll start by saying merry christmas um it's uh, it's six thirty six in the morning, um, and I'm half an hour into a journey um, to uh, go and collect my mum. As as is the the new um, tradition of Christmas Day that that you can have a limited number of people uh, to spend the day with you. Then um, then I'm now doing the the 50 odd mile journey to collect my mum and then bring her bring her back um and then take her back home after i guess after dinner or at some point through the afternoon so um so i'm i'm yeah i'm half an hour into the journey it's cold it's minus two and a half degrees still pitch black 
I, uh, I got up about half past five uh, and showered and what have you, had something to eat and was on the road uh, just after six uh, in the hope that um, she can be back home before the overwhelming urge of the kids to open presents is, you know, gets too much for them. So the idea is that, that we get back and she's, she's around for that portion of the day and then, and then the, the rest of the day will unfold from there. So it's kind of, it's a little bit weird really. I wasn't expecting this experience and, uh, and you know, hence the reason why the audio is totally different and you're hearing the car in the background. Um, and it's just about to get a little bit noisier because I'm just about to pull onto the motorway. So, um, so yeah, uh, merry merry Christmas. I hope you have a fantastic. I hope you have a fantastic day. Uh, and the day is, you know, f- I, I, weird. Really, I'm talking to you, and quite a lot of you are probably still asleep. Um, but I hope you. I hope you have a truly, you know, fantastic and whatever your day brings, in terms of. The, the fact that it won't be normal in in, in the sense of it being usual um, you, but it's still I guess I guess it feels normal compared with what we've been through so um, normal in that respect just just not usual uh, and maybe the day for the next few years might be a little bit fluid and a little bit different um, but I'll continue on with my journey uh, I've got about half an hour as I say about half an hour to go um, and you know, there's there's not a lot of traffic around. It's not it's not ridiculously busy. Um, you know, there's a few lights on the motorway, but not a lot. Um, and we might even be back. Well, it might only just be getting light as we get, you know, as we get back. So, uh, and just for those of you who are concerned, I am travelling from tier three to tier three, so I'm not breaking any rules, and everything is everything is fine, and it's within the the remit of what we're allowed to do. Um, it just involved a bit of an early start, I guess. Um, I will. I'll talk to you next week, and we'll have a little bit of a, a little bit of a roundup of the year, really, and and see where we are, fifty odd episodes into therapy for me, and after the year, the year that's been. But in the meantime, have a really safe and peaceful um, day. Um, and I'll speak to you. I'll speak to you very soon. <laughs> if you've enjoyed therapy for me, then please subscribe and share as you see fit. This has been an A Short Stories production.